0: Hello and welcome back to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast with myself Hannah Murphy. I'm a mama of 3 and multiple business owner and I have set this podcast up in order to serve you and to help you jump through the hoops of life and business. Let's begin. In today's episode, I am going to be talking about something slightly different to the normal topics I talk about, such as mindset and business. I am going to be talking about something which is actually very apt because it's it's who I am and it's what I do and it's in the title of the podcast. So I'm going to be telling you all about hula hooping and I just want to share a few fun facts with you as well as share a little bit of my journey and and how I kind of embarked on my hoop journey so to speak. So going back to 2011 when I discovered a hula hoop for the first time I had just had my son Archie and I was just looking for ways that I could sort of get back into um, my pre-pregnancy clothes, I suppose. And I I was just looking at core exercises, which ones would be most effective. And I went on YouTube and up- appeared a a hula hooper and she was hula hooping in a video and she was explaining how good it was for the core and how effective it it was for uh, trimming down basically so I was like this looks good and I bought myself a hula hoop and I started doing it at home in my lounge and and then I found a class which wasn't that local because at the time, and even now, actually today, there's still it's still quite hard to find a hula hoop class. It's still very niche, and classes are still quite few and far between. But I was lucky enough to find this lovely lady called Sally, who is based over in Portsmouth, uh, near to where I live in Fareham uh, on the south coast of the UK, and. I went along to Sally's class and absolutely loved it. I mean, it was just such fun. I just, I can't really explain how much fun it was. It was just, it was brilliant. <laughs> and it wasn't actually for a couple of years, le- till a couple of years later, until I actually started to teach hula hoop classes. I, I began teaching Bollywood dance classes. And then I, re- I trained as a fitness instructor. And I started teaching gym classes, the aerobics, legs, bums and tums and so on. And the hula who'd been up to that point was, it was my thing really. I didn't really share it with people. It was just something I would do at home, uh, just, just standing in my garden or in my lounge. And I would just do it a few times a week. And I started to accumulate quite a collection of hula hoops, and when families, family members and friends would come round, they'd all have a go, it would be quite a giggle, and I think someone said to me, oh, why aren't you teaching this, as well as all your other things, like, why aren't you doing hula hooping, it's, it's really fun, and there's not many classes around, we'd come to a class. So, voila, <laughs> I set up a class in my local village hall, and, and that's where it all began, I started teaching adults and then obviously went to start teaching children and then grew my company globefit and and start sharing the hoop love far and wide <laughs> and to, to this day i still do classes i still i only teach um a couple of times a month I, I do workshops now mainly and i do online classes because through my online classes i am able to reach a lot more people because the problem is People are always calling me up, or oh, have you got a class in my in my area? And and unfortunately, there isn't because there's just not enough people that unfortunately have the time to dedicate to learning the skill because it really is a skill and it does take time to be able to teach people how to do it properly. And I, I think my opinion, this is, um, of why there's not many people teaching it is because fitness instructors and dance teachers, I think they have so much on their plates already that having to take something on like hula hooping and even though it's a great thing to offer and it is very profitable um it, it just takes a lot of time to learn and I think a lot of people just don't have the time to dedicate to it in order to be able to then teach it so in my opinion that's why I think there's there's not that many classes out there however as i say <laughs> i'll give my my company a little plug here i've got online classes now and i know a you other uh, hula hoopers around the world do online classes as well um, and it just means that more people can access the classes and, and people can do them can can join in from from home so you know anyone can access it so that's a little bit about how i I got into it. Um, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the technique involved because I expect that's probably what you want to know. A lot of people want to know how to do it and also what hoop to use because I'm always getting asked this question, and and it's unbelievable because people assume, uh, which I probably would do too if I didn't know any better, that a small hula hoop, like a kid-sized kid's hula hoop that you would find in a toy shop. Uh, you would think would maybe be the beginner's hoop and the easier one to use, but it's really not. In fact, they are near impossible to keep up um, purely because they are so small in diameter that you would have to be superhuman to be able to move your hips that quickly to keep that hoop up. That's if you're an adult, obviously. Obviously for children, most children are half the size of an adult, so they would be able to keep it up, (laughs) which is why they're called kids hoops so luckily for adults uh, we can now access larger hoops normally size wise because again i'm always asked this question they usually range from around 90 centimeters in diameter to around 150 centimeters in diameter now the larger in diameter they are the easier they will be because you're not having to move your hips quite as quickly to keep that hula hoop going. And so in the beginning, while you're still trying to establish that rhythm and sort of improve your coordination, not having to move your hips quite as quickly is going to help you. (laughs) So pick a larger hoop if you're just starting out. Now, it does take a long time for some people. Some people, they can get it straight away, but others, it can take a long time. I mean, just for example, I I have a lady, bless her, who, who'd been coming to my adults classes for quite a few years. And it wasn't until, oh gosh, I'd say about two years in until uh, th- that she could actually start th- properly hula hooping and keep the hoop up. And I mean, gosh, all credit to her for persevering because she got it in the end. You know, it just goes to show um, anything is possible, isn't it? Through perseverance. And I mean, she's my prime example. Um, so it can take a while, but it is all down to rhythm. Okay, so that is the key. Rhythm is the key when you want to keep that hoop up. So I'm just going to explain. Um If you'd rather like have a visual explanation then do pop onto my website globefit.co.uk because on the online classes tab there is a free video of me showing you how to hoop so if you, you you're a more visual learner then pop onto there and you can see the video um otherwise I'm just going to explain how we do it so when you're first starting out The best way to start is by taking the feet wide. And when I say wide, I mean just over hip distance apart. Now with your hoop, you want it to be really nice and flat and you want it to be resting on the base of your spine. You need to hold it really taut with the arms and the hoop should be completely flat. So when I'm explaining this to anyone, especially children, they like this one, I say, imagine it's a table and imagine you've got your favorite drink on that table You don't want it to fall off, so it needs to be really flat. (laughs) Then with the arms, what we're gonna do is we're going to push it off the body into a spin. Now, it can go either way, but you'll find one way feels more natural to you than the other way. Try both ways to begin with to find out which way will be your easier direction. However, as you start to hoop more, you must always try and do an even amount on both sides. So spinning it to the right and to the left. But in the beginning, just concentrate on trying to get it on one direction, first of all. So going back to your nice flat tables, (laughs) holding the hoop nice and, and flat and taut, you're gonna spin it off the body in your best direction. And when you release it from the hands, that's when you need to bring in the rhythm with the hips. So it's a circle with the hips, in a rhythm and it needs to be a constant rhythm so i always say to people close your eyes so you can actually tune in with what your body's doing and with your body's natural rhythm so you would count say a one two one two one two just so you know i'm stood here now (laughs) recording this podcast and moving my hips in a rhythm of a one two one two (laughs) so have a go if you've got a hoop um and if it starts to fall, then what you need to do is just speed up the hips to bring it back up the body or let it fall and, and just start again. And again, it is something that just takes a bit of perseverance and practice. It is all down to coordination. And as adults, we tend to lose our coordination as we get older, which is why obviously hula hooping such a great Uh, activity for you to help improve coordination and keep it strong. So again, it's all down to coordination and rhythm. So if you haven't practiced much coordination and rhythm for a few years, then just bear in mind, it might take you a little while, but please don't let that put you off because you will get there. Okay. And so some benefits of hula hooping. So If you're looking for a cardio exercise, then hula hooping can burn you up to 100 100 calories per 10 minutes of hula hooping, which is pretty cool (laughs) because when I go to the gym, which I have to say, I I do, I make myself go, but I I don't particularly enjoy it, I have to say. The treadmill isn't my favourite and it takes me around 15 minutes of running to burn myself 100 calories and obviously I would rather stand there and hula hoop for 10 minutes than I would run on a treadmill. So yeah, you can burn up to 100 calories per 10 minutes and it's a great aerobic exercise. It raises the heart rate and keeps your abdominals really engaged and strengthens them. So obviously when we are waist hooping, we are really working that core area of our body, okay? Uh you must always try and remember when you are hooping to sort of stand nice and tall and aligned with the spine. Try not to hunch, okay? that's really important. And obviously remembering your core muscles throughout when you're hooping, really trying to sort of, I, I say to people, squeeze those abdominals. And I, and I watch people's faces and they sort of all hold their breath and squeeze. I was like, no, don't hold your breath. <laughs> you need to breathe, but just really squeeze those abdominals and just just tune in with them and feel them. Feel them working as the hoop rotates around the body because it really does engage the core and it really will strengthen the core muscles. And what's really good about hula hooping is that it will also strengthen the back muscles. Now, what I would say to you is that before, before you... Even thinking about taking it up, if you've had any back issues in the past or you're suffering with back issues currently, please do check with a GP before trying it because uh, everyone's different. It just depends on what your back issue is. But in general, hula hooping will strengthen your back um, and the muscles around the back supporting the spine. So it's, it's a great exercise for strengthening. Now, mental benefits as well as physical ones. Now, hula hooping for me it was it was my savior really after having my second child I mean it was it was a hobby that I had found for me and I lost a lot of confidence after having my son and I think as women when we become mothers I think it's a natural thing a lot of the time to lose that confidence because you're putting all of your energy and everything into into a a little human being and I think we forget ourselves for a little while and it's a natural thing isn't it but hula hooping I just found I I looked forward to picking my hoop up every day and and just having 10-15 minutes or so just for myself and just to lose myself in the hoop and and I felt I felt good I felt empowered and I felt confident so it really really did help me in that aspect and hula hooping it is actually a very meditative movement and what they call it is this when you're hooping you get into a state of flow now i'll have to talk a little bit more in depth about what flow is at some point but if you're unsure then google it <laughs> but they talk about flow a lot if you do yoga you get into a yoga flow yeah so a dance you get into a yoga flow you, you sort of lose yourself in in like a meditation even when you're swimming when I I love swimming and if I'm swimming I'm I'm in my little swim flow (laughs) just losing myself in the little flow there and and hula hooping's no different it's the same and and it's it's just such a an empowering movement it is a it's just a meditative I can't even say the word there. gosh it's a bit of an awkward word isn't it you know what I mean (laughs) I'm not going to re-record this um, just because I couldn't say meditative. (laughs) There we go. I said it. Anyway, it is an absolutely amazing way to just zone out and chill. Now, a lot of people I've spoken to have also said that it has really helped them combat depression and anxiety as well. And what my opinion on that is that I think what it is, is with the hoop, it's, it's a circle. And when you're inside that circle, it's like nobody can enter your space. That's you and your space in the hoop there, that plastic circle. It's almost like your barrier there between you and anything else. So nothing, you feel like nothing can harm you. And I think that's what it is with hooping. It just, it does empower people and it really does bring on a lot of confidence. And what I've discovered by teaching children, especially teenagers as well, is that their confidence just massively improves by hooping. Now, comparing to when I've I've taught a dance class to a group of teenage girls, when they all kind of stand there feeling a little bit sheepish, like they don't really want to move. They just they're very aware of their bodies, and they're they're aware of their friends laughing at them. Um And it's it's you know it's it, I feel for them because I used to be that teenage girl. <laughs> um, but when I took the hoops in to that dance class. It was amazing to see the difference they picked up the hoops and they just started playing with them they started hooping on their waists they started trying lots of tricks and they didn't care what their friends were doing they didn't care what they were doing they were having fun and i don't think they realized like they just didn't realize it and i was just stood there watching thinking this is this is amazing uh, it's almost like it's because it's a prop, as I say, it's a prop that you can almost hide behind it. It's like a protective barrier. Now, I would never have spoken to an audience a few years ago. I would just have felt too shy and embarrassed and timid to stand up and talk in front of a group of people. Now, what I actually did when I first started getting invited to do speaking events is that I take my hoop with me. I mean, I still do to most events because it's a bit of a talking point. But what my hoop did for me at the speaking events is it just, it provided a bit of a distraction and it Just it was again, it was like that prop, that protective circle that it just empowered me and it gave me the confidence that I needed. Now, I might be sounding a little bit woo, -woo, (laughs) but it's just something that you have to feel to know so as I say it's helped me an awful lot and I think um, a lot of the success that I'm experiencing today is all down to the confidence that the hula hoop's given me Um, and I really do believe that so just to give you a little rundown on some facts of hula hooping before I end this episode so hula hooping actually came from the Native Americans and it's thousands and thousands of years old so a lot of people think it's a quite a recent thing, but it's a very, very ancient tradition, um, and it's a huge part of the culture for the Native Americans, and it's actually their their national dance, and it is. It's something that's really close to their hearts and their culture. And they tell a lot of stories through their hoop dance. Um, and I would really, really recommend that you, you try and look for a video on YouTube. There's plenty on there um, of Native American hoop dance because it is beautiful. And they have a championships every year, the Native American hoop dance championships. And it's, it's just amazing to watch. It's, it's a completely different type of hooping to what, I do but that is where it actually stems from as I say it's thousands of years old and so it was picked up from them um as I say hundreds thousands of years ago and it wasn't until I think it was around the 1950s that it, the craze hit didn't it especially in the UK um and I think America as well but it really did hit with the um the whammo that when they introduced the plastic hoops and and everyone was like hooping in the streets and and it was like a craze that just sort of swept the world really and and then it kind of died out a bit um and I suppose around 1980s it died out um but what it it did kind of remain popular in is China and Russia with the circus and now if you've ever been to the circus you'll you'll probably have seen a hula hooper at the circus, so. I mean it's still popular today um and especially rhythmic gymnastics as well and it's been It's been taken in lots of different formats now, which is just brilliant because it's just so diverse and i mean there there's still quite a small hooping community in the world uh, it's as i say it's it's still very niche, and I would love for one day just to see classes everywhere just like there are with with zimba and other dance classes and yoga i would i would love there to be a hoop class in every town because i just feel like everyone everyone should do it because it's just so much fun and but as i say the hooping community is still fairly small around the world but there are some amazing events and if you're ever interested you can go to uh lots of hoop retreats that are put on around the world i know there's one um coming up in October I believe and that's in the UK in Bristol which is run by a lady called Emma Kenner and it's called Swoop. and I've actually never been it's on my bucket list to go um, but I know it brings hoopers from all around the world together and they I think they spend like a weekend doing lots of different hoop workshops and performing as well but there's events like that around the world that happen fairly regularly I think Um, And then this year, you may or may not know, I hosted the very first UK Hula Hoop Championships, which was actually such a great success. And um, if I can uh, blow my own trumpet, I have to say I'm I'm quite proud of myself for putting that on. And um, (laughs) thanks to my amazing team as well, obviously helping me and supporting me through it and my husband. (laughs) It was, um, yeah, it was brilliant. We had around 150 people enter. But what I would love is, is for more people to, to be able to have access to hula hooping. So that's kind of why I felt like I wanted to do this podcast, really, just to, to educate people on what hula hooping is and some of the benefits of it. So hopefully you've enjoyed this. Um, I know it's been a bit different to what I normally talk about, but hopefully you might have learned something new today. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I do hope my information has been useful in some way. Now, if you have enjoyed listening, then I would really appreciate if you leave me a review over on iTunes or any other platform that you are listening from. Thank you.